if you listen to the answer, it is in red. Jesus is the one talking. He says, no. I don't have to get somebody from the dead here, resurrect, to send to your brothers. The prophets of God are already operating down there. They are operating in wonder and power and miracles and mystery. They are doubled. They have called God himself down there. The Father. They have opened heaven. They have stopped entire millions from dying in a year, in a, in, in a drought that is classified as the worst in 40 years. They have opened heaven and Abidjan. They have done it in Belém. They have done it in Lagos. They have done it in Lima, Peru. They have done things. Cripples are walking. If they cannot believe the voice of God speaking and calling for repentance, return to holiness, the king is coming. He says, forget it. If they are moribund, if they are asleep there, then they are not heaven's material. Then they cannot enter. He's saying, it is too deadly to fail to obey the voice of the Lord. In this case, the Lord sent angels to them. And Jesus says, let them listen to the prophets down there. It is incredible, blessed people. He's warning on rebellion. This open rebellion you see in the church. And the Lord Jesus is saying that salvation, salvation of mankind only comes from God. Because you see, one main characteristic, one main feature, everybody focusing on me right now. If you look at this narrative of Lord's wife, one main feature that characterizes Lord's wife, that narrative around her, is that in her surrounding, the way she's operating there, Lord's wife. She has that relation, uh, Lord, you know, they are connected very well to, to Abraham, to the word of God, the angels are helping her. But the Lord is warning, warning very severely on apostasy. And if you mention apostasy, then you have captured 99% of the church. That is a tragedy. We need to have here a global trumpet and call the entire church globally plus Kenya, plus the ministry of repentance to go into repentance with a sackcloth. The Lord Almighty is talking about the value of repentance. To transform the heart. That genuine repentance is a totally different thing from faked repentance. Hallelujah. He's talking about repentance. And he's saying that the entire episode, are we still together? Still on me, please. Repentance, but focus on me. 
He's saying that if you look at the entire episode still, the entire with a panoramic view, the entire episode around that woman and her family. Then you found, you found one thing, that salvation did not come as their personal initiative. Not at all. It is the Lord that sent salvation. So first of all, right there, the Lord is saying salvation belongs to him. Because the Lord is the one who sent the angels to announce them that the hour for deliverance is now. And even, look, they were not able to break out. They were hesitating and what and all that. In other words, the Lord is saying mankind has no capacity to deliver himself. Are we still together? That mankind has no capacity to deliver themselves, to deliver himself. Unless the Lord makes a step and deliver you, you cannot. Are we now still understanding? Still walking together? If you look at the entire episode around Lot's wife and her family, of course, the angels came and brought salvation. It is the angels that brought salvation. The Lord himself brought salvation to them. It did not come from them. And even the capacity to break out, the capacity to break out and step out of the gate was not possible. They didn't have it. It is again the angels. Thank you for those who are writing because one day you will enter heaven. You will know who is talking here. They would not break out. They had to be urged and argued and emphasized them and quickened them and said, don't do that. We're running late. Mankind does not even have the capacity, capacity to deliver themselves. And even when they perceived it, the, the Lord still had to capture the two hands and pull out. Pull out. Still capture and pull out. Are we together? And then finally, as I finish this part of panoramic view, finally, he's saying that, look, she looked at the world, back to the world, that the salvation of men does not come from the world. Are we still moving together? Very serious. And he's saying that merely professing Christianity or religion or belonging to a church, going to church, cannot save you. Wow, what a statement. Merely going to church every Sunday cannot save you. That you require a life-transforming encounter with Jesus. Are we still together? And the Lord Jesus is using a soul that was permanently lost in hell as we saw to warn you. He's saying she enjoyed privileges, fellowshipping with the Lord and all that did not help her. In her days, like I said, there were no testimonies. 
There were no preachers doing crusades and conferences. There were no Bibles. Thank you for writing. Ayoyo, I don't know whether she will help her children or not one day. Can you write or you step out? This is serious. I should be preaching to a stadium. To millions. Yes, not a few people. I, I, I. There were no Bibles at that time. There were no testimonies. There were no celebrations of the cloud has come, the rain has come, a creeper has walked. So I'm simply trying to compare her now with the present church. The present church has all of the above. And so, the Lord is speaking about the advantages the present day church has. And so, God is saying, she never believed God. She did not believe God. She lived and died without faith. She died without godliness. In other words, without God. She never had faith in God. She didn't have the grace of God. She didn't receive it. When the manna came down, you have to go out and pick it, right? There is your part to go out and take it. When the grace is given, you have to accept it. You have your part. Her spiritual eyes never opened. Despite the warning from heaven to prepare and run away, her affection on the things of the world were instead increased. So in other words, when the prophecy was given that judgment is coming, she never believed the prophecy of God. Are we still together? Nobody answers anymore, right? Okay. The prophecy came that judgment is coming. If she knew it was going to happen, she would never have looked back. She never believed God. She never had faith in God. She never believed that the prophecy of God was true. She did not believe that the prophecy of God would be fulfilled. She did not believe that the prophecy of God would be fulfilled. Her spiritual eyes remained blind, remained never opened. She focused on earthly things. She never focused above. Colossians chapter 3. It says, Colossians chapter 3. Okay, okay, let, let's do it. Let me do Colossians 3, right? Are we still together? I'm still loving you people with the love of Christ. And remember, with all my heart I do it. Because Jesus died for the church. Nothing ever struck my heart more than that. That he died for the church. So she never focused on heavenly things. That means she focused on earthly things. So Colossians chapter 3. From verse 1 I read the following. It says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. That statement alone, I could expound it open. I could use the book of Romans chapter 9, rather chapter 8 verses 9 to 11. 
to explain it. Romans, I will read it myself. Romans chapter 8, 9, 11 to explain that. Since then, where he says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Then I go to Romans to explain for that statement alone. Romans chapter 8, 9, 11 to explain that statement, that starting statement. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If at all, indeed, the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit, the if, meaning if at all, if at all, thank you for, for you, you were here. These were not here, should be writing like hell, like heaven though. (laughs) You understand? For you, you were here when I gave the first preamble of this message. Hallelujah. The if, three times, meaning if at all indeed. So, understanding this, so I hope you are also getting, instead of looking at Miki Chinichini Malaya and your family is listening now, so, so this is very serious. Very, very serious here. For you to understand the first phase, the first phrase, the first statement, I know the rest they know because I've taught this. For you to understand the first statement in the book of, Col- book of Colossians chapter 3, 1 to 7, just the first statement that if at, that since you have been raised with Christ, look at this now, then that statement almost becomes if at all you have been raised with Christ. There you go. Thank you for helping Germany because you are here alone. If at all you have been raised with Christ. Do you understand now? That's why I went to Romans chapter 8 to talk about glorification and resurrection and glorification. From there, then you understand the starting statement for Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 7. In other words, he's saying, if at all. If at all you are indeed raised with Christ, meaning you can be in the church, but the question is, are you raised with Christ? If you are raised with Christ, your life should be up there with him where he is seated in glory. That's why you find Christians today in the church, but they are earthly. And they are epitomized, represented by, remember Lord's wife, right? Are we still together? And he's saying again, Romans 8, I'm reading 9, 11, 9 to 11. He says very clearly here, he says, However, however, this is about glorification. You are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, meaning they are Christians that don't have the spirit of God in them. So they cannot enjoy the benefit in front here, glorification. Glorification. He says, and if, that's the second if right there, and if the Spirit of God, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, meaning there are those that don't, they do not belong to Christ. Look at that. But if Christ indeed is in you, <laughs> that is serious. He is now raising a standard. For which you should measure your salvation. That should check yourself if really the spirit of Christ lives in you. If the spirit of the Lord lives in you. 
Because Mrs. Lot did not have the spirit of the Lord in her. And he's saying, but this I'm simply using to elevate the conversation on Colossians chapter 3, 1 and 7. And he says the following, yes, too much rain going on here. No wonder we could not do Menengai 6. Finally, the rains have come big blast, non-stop. You can hear it has been raining throughout today. So he says here, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. If the spirit, another if right there, right? (laughs) It's amazing, right? If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Jesus from the dead will also give your mortal bodies, will also give life, rather, give life, eternal life, to our mortal bodies because of the spirit who lives in you. Very powerful. That is a scripture on glorification, the glorious bodies. Glorification. And in that scripture, you see very clearly, he's now elevating the standards of God. If at all the spirit of Christ lives in you. So if we now go back to Colossians, you will understand it better. Chapter 3, right? Where we see that Lot's wife was not focused on heaven or heavenly things, but was focused on the earth. Now let's read it. The book of Colossians chapter 3, we are now reading it. It says, If at all you have been raised with Christ, now that's how it changes, right? That not all that are in the church have been raised with Christ. Hallelujah. I was simply trying to expand your latitude. Okay? That you may be able to have some scholarship on this. So he says this. He says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, what, idolatry. Because of this, the wrath is coming. That is powerful. Now you understand better. That if at all you have been raised with Christ. So, Lot's wife was walking with them, but you would say if she's she's uh, the example of a section of the church that has not received the Spirit, then you can say that did not have the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. She had a righteous husband. We saw how he fought for the angels of the Lord. And so, she lived and died without faith. She never had faith in God. She died without grace. And her spiritual eyes were never opened by the Lord. She focused on earthly things. She never focused on heavenly things. She never trusted God. She loved Sodom. And so therefore, Sodom was in her heart. And it goes without saying that her heart was also in Sodom. That's why she turned back. 
This is serious. And the Lord is warning here from heaven to prepare and run away. He's warning the present day church to prepare and flee. Prepare for rapture that you may get out of here. That is very serious. The Lord is warning about this excessive affection and love for the things of the world that you see in the church. He's warning about that. Excessive affection and love of the things of the world you see in the church today. The more modern the country is, the more they have a lot of goods and the things of the world in the church, right? The more modern. Hallelujah. It's very, very serious. And he says here that she must have had possessions of the world. A lot of possessions. For her to be looking back, she must have had the possessions of the world. The Lord is saying in this warning that today there are many Christians who are living like Lord's wife in this modern age. The majority of the church are living like lost wife. Despite the Bibles, you go to any hotel today, you'll find a Bible put there, my Lord. Enoch did not have a Bible to read. I guess when he looked at the stars in heaven, it just reminded him of where he belongs, where his God is. Or the marvelous nature, marvelous hands of his God that created this stunning creation. The moon, the stars, the sun. He saw God in creation. God has been revealed in his creation. So Enoch did not have a Bible. Did not have testimonies of creepers walked here and something like this. The cloud has come, rain has come here. Not at all. That is tremendous indictment right there, right? It says, this generation, despite having Bibles in every place, you can just open your TV, you find someone is preaching there, or you can just find, people have many Bibles in their homes. If I ask any of you, I could be surprised the number you, you have in the house. They're quite a large number. Please don't ask me, because for me, I have quite a bit, right? As you would tell, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. They have Bibles every direction you find a Bible, even on the phones. Even without internet, offline Bibles. Oh, this is tremendous. This is such an indictment, right? He says, despite having Bible everywhere, testimonies, attending church, gospel preaching, the cloud has come, the rain has come. And yet, the hearts of the present day Christians are largely unconverted. That is unbelievable. And yet heaven has invested so much. Look at, for example, the wall of where we are. Just this wall. You see those creepers have just gotten up. The cloud of God has covered me. Look at how God has transfigured us here. Look at here. When I just walked by, the glory left me in Angola and opened blind eyes. It is these two children, when I was walking away, these two children, they cried to me. They told me, no, 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 our mother is blind. Please don't go. Because I was trying to walk out of the meeting. They cried, Why? our mother is blind, please. When I just turned to the mother like this, the glory left me and opened her eyes. She is now able to see the handkerchief and touch it. 
this wall alone, this wall alone, look in Helsinki transfigured, look in Abidjan before rain and after rain, the cloud of God, that's the father himself, Kisumu, this wall alone is rich. There is a heavy investment by heaven upon this generation. Oh, then look, heaven has pointed at me from heaven. The glory has pointed on me from heaven. Look at that. With baby Edome, you see, walking, you know, all that. The Lord identified us very well. We don't need to be identified anymore. Neither do we need any prophecy to be fulfilled for anyone to know that we came from him. They have been fulfilled. Myriad, they have shaken the earth now. It's unbelievable right now. The news throughout from Morocco earthquake to which one to Syria and, and Turkey earthquakes and you are connected to the floods and all 24-7. What is opening the door like that? Can you open? says remember Lord's wife the quickest example we have mentioned already is Judas Iscariot you are walking with the Lord but you are not with the Lord and you end up in the lake of fire the soul is lost eternally another example is Gehazi so you see you have quite a few examples right there you are walking with the Lord but you are not with the Lord and end up in the lake of fire that's why sometimes I fear when anyone tries to come up against the two prophets of God. I tremble because I see the future. I tremble so much, really. It's very shocking because the examples sometimes are too close, right? Too close. The examples the Lord is exalting there is Judas Iscariot. Walking so close with the Lord. Everybody thought he's in the same direction. And then the soul is permanently lost in the lake of fire. And then Gehazi, walking very close to the Lord, his thought was with the Lord, the soul is lost permanently in the lake of fire. Judas Iscariot, it was shillings, some coins. Gehazi, it was again money, the things of the world, gold bars and name it. Lord's wife, the things of the world. This is serious. Are we still together? And that's why 
If you have time and you read about Joab, I don't have time to explain Joab to you. He's one of the examples. I don't have time to explain to you. <laughs> Look at me like that. I don't have time to explain to you. And if you have time also, you can look at... I'm just giving examples. Everybody's still on me now. I said one of the examples the Lord is raising when he says, remember Lord's wife, is that he's raising Judas Iscariot, right? He also walked very close to the Lord and lost his soul permanently in the lake of fire. And I said Gehazi walked very close with the Lord and lost his soul permanently in the lake of fire, right? And then, I mentioned Job, you can read that. But look at this, another one which I give you as a homework. Look at this. The sons of the bishops, the sons of pastors, the children of pastors and bishops all over the world. They come from background where their parents are preaching the gospel, but when you follow them in the university, they are the most immoral. They are the ones in drugs, abortions, and everything. The sons of the bishops and pastors all over the world. They are walking with the Lord here, but lose their souls permanently in hell. If you follow the Christian families, it's amazing. I mean the church leaders, or name it. You find that there is a daughter who is totally in drugs or in alcoholism or prostitution or rebellious, has disappeared for three years, has come back with three children and is still doing prostitution around and whatever. They are walking here but lose their souls eternally. Even in this ministry, you find their sons, children that have rebelled. The cloud has come. The parents are preaching righteousness. Creepers are walking. Miracles. They're preaching holiness. But when you follow their children, you find that the children have rebelled. In the university, they're immoral. They have gone to other things. If you go to the universities, you find that the children of the pastors and the bishops and the reverends, they are the worst out there. In fact, they have joined the rest and they become even worse. They also lose their souls permanently. They are such an example of remember Lord's wife. That is serious. And that's why every time somebody brings their children to me and say, look, she's serving the Lord. He is serving the Lord. And my wife is also serving and we're serving. I keep telling them, treasure this. Treasure this testimony. God has loved you. Because this is not normally the testimony of pastors and bishops. You hear this child is rebellious. Pray for him. He has run away. He's doing his own thing. He doesn't want God he doesn't want to preach. So when you find a home where all of them have aligned, be careful also because they may be aligned, but inside there the heart is not in. He's lost. The soul is lost permanently. This is very serious, blessed people. And so, the creepers are walking now. The blind can see. The cloud of God is here. The rain is here. And the church is very mighty now. How can they go to hell? So what is the Lord saying to the church? Can we still continue? Or we take a short break and come back? Take a short break, come back. Because it's much. What I need to cover is much. I need to enter the same deeper and then bring out the message of repentance also that comes from there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Because finally the Lord wants restoration. He's raising the flag that you may change course, meaning repent back. Right? The Lord bless you. Thank you. very well, uh, beloved people, precious listeners. What a powerful and a mighty message that we are uh, listening to this night. Remember uh, the discipleship has taken another break and uh, the two mightiest mega prophets of the Lord will be back. Wapendo askilizaji karibu sana tunapoendelea usiku wa leo ni ujumbe mkuu kabisa ujumbe mzito kabisa wapendo askilizaji ambao tumepata usiku wa leo na kumbuka wamanabii wakuu zaidi wa Bwana watakuwa wakirejea tena. Karibu sana jina langu ni Faustin na unaendelea kutupata kwa masafa ya 105.3 na 105.9 FM na moja kwa moja Jesus is Lord Radio praise the Lord. Amen amen praise the Lord Bishop Faustin. Amen please. Bishop Patea here representing Bishop of Wisero region a very very serious warning right there about the generation of acquisition of wealth and goods that right from birth they are, you find that they have a lot of of, of toys there are a lot of toys and they, when they grow up you, you know they begin to amass wealth and they have the rebellious spirit and that is what really made Mrs. Lot miss out on entry because of the many investments, there are a lot of wealth and the goods she had accumulated and she looked back because she had a lot, she had amassed a lot of goods and a lot of wealth a serious rebuke and a serious warning to the church of Christ, to me and you Bishop Fort, a serious warning to me, a serious awakening to me about the love of this world, the love of the things of this world, the focus on the earthly things, Bishop Fort, in a serious and so it is very, very serious. And as we have heard uh, from the message, uh, that uh, for sure we are supposed to be very careful because the Lord is giving different examples. The example of Gehazi, the example of the sons and the daughters of the bishops and the reverends and the pastors who are rebellious and they will lose their souls permanently in hell uh, uh, Bishop Atea 
very very similar that Bishop Fulton, the Lord is, is, is giving other examples that have that are like Mrs. Lord that have sold their souls totally eternally to, to the to hellfire that they are walking with the Lord only that they have missed out on it Kamisa like like Judas is carried very very uh, shocking and amazing like uh, has he was served after the greatest prophet of the Lord Elisha very very shocking and here we are in this present day where the two prophets of the Lord uh, the, the Bishop Fortin that one one is here and the other one has, is, is, is already in heaven one is, is, is preaching to us today and the, the one has already gone to heaven he is, is going to to, to uh, grow to the, 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 the leaves of the tree of life you you hear one one is here on earth today here Bishop Fortin and then the, the next time the, the voice of the Lord comes to us you hear them say I have just been in the throne of God I have come with the leaves of the tree of life that is very shocking because uh, 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 with Gehazi it was only the spirit of the prophet but today they are the, the second prophet the two prophets of the Lord a serious uh, uh, serious rebuke because uh, we, we have we have partaken after the blessings of the Lord we have partaken after the instruction that is right from the throne of God and therefore we have Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.